This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Hustle. For me, it goes all the way back to when I was a kid playing football. <laughs> right? And, like, we were wearing those ridiculous shoulder pads, the helmets, all the, the equipment. And I don't know, maybe I was, like, 10 years old. And I remember our coaches, no matter was it football, baseball, whatever sport we were playing, yelling hustle, instilling that work ethic. Don't quit. Don't stop. But what does hustle really mean? What does it mean to Gary Vaynerchuk every time he uses it? When you hear that word, I have a feeling that it may mean something more than what you think it does. Yeah, I mean, it's I've been saying it since I was 12 years old, right? Pete Rose was a big time baseball player when I was a kid. Yep. yep. And so Charlie Hustle, it meant you tried hard. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when people are like, Gary, you're promoting a bad word. I'm like, you know, it, you know, it maybe in your neighborhood, um, <laughs> you know, hustle meant, you know, like stealing something or, you know, you were hustled. Um, but in but in my little league baseball career, it meant that I tried harder. And when I you know, did, you know, raked leaves and shoveled snow and, and sold lemonade. And that was the word. And so it's my word. And in my word and my definition, like it means that you outwork your competition and it feels like the most controllable thing, right? Like, I don't think I can sit here and have somebody listening to me and I say, go out and get more talent. (laughs) Right. Like that doesn't feel real, but like go out there and stop playing candy crush and stop watching Snapchat videos for four hours and stop playing video games and stop being on the bowling team and stop watching seasons of house of cards and stop playing wiffle ball and stop drinking beers for four hours. If you want something, you know, now, by the way, if all those things that I just mentioned and you're very happy and you're happy with your income and your business and everything's great, mazel tov, you won. I'm right. pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> like to me, I'm so pumped. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, it's for the people that complain yeah. and, and you know, I have people, there's people that complain and then tell me like I, literally, cause I look at people's Twitter lines when they push back on me, I always want context. They're yelling at me like, don't promote hustle. And then they're complaining. And I'm like, listen, we just see the world differently. And that's okay, by the way, I, I appreciate that. But, you know, don't try to impose your negativity on me. Yeah, when I hear you say hustle now, like I totally get, you know, it's you're you're saying I'm 100% there, whatever it is that I'm doing. It's my goal to be 100% there all the time. That's right. And if that's work, great. And if that's a Jets game, great. And if that's time with my family, great. Like, be all in. Yeah. Because it's fun. Like, it's great to be all in. Like, you know, I wasn't all in on school. That's why I got D's and F's. It was the (laughs) darkest period of my life, those 12 years. No question. My childhood's amazing. But, you know, Jesus, you spend a lot of time in school, you know? And so... Those were not, that was not fun for me. I mean, I really genuinely disliked it. Like I dreaded, dreaded Sunday night my whole life. And knowing that there's so many people listening right now that dread Sunday night, 
every day for the rest of their lives because they hate their job. Um, that's that's painful to me when it comes to being all in with family. And, and I mean, I've noticed you've probably seen it, too. Like people are on their phone, not like engaged with people that they love, like when they're when they're with them. So they're not they're not there, even if they are spending time with them. Well, everybody busts my chops on work life balance. So like you work 15 hours a day. I spend time with my kids. One of my buddies said this. I'm like, I know you. I know that you uh I know that you come home to your and you go directly to your man cave and you're not spending time with anybody. So just because you're in your house doesn't mean you're spending time with your family. Yeah. You know, what about you, man? Like what I know, every obviously it's going to be different for everybody. But just to kind of highlight this point, what are you doing in your personal life with with your family and when you know to make sure that you're you're there? Uh, that's the easiest uh, question and answer of all time. What I'm doing is. I'm being there, right? Like that, like it's a really great question. It's a really fun answer. Like uh, not a lot of people have asked me. It was funny what just went through my mind. Like, what am I doing to be there? You know, it's just being there, right? It's being present. Like, like tactically, tactically, is it vacations? Is it barbecuing? Is it playing wiffle ball together? Is it visiting them in camp? Is it going out to dinner with my wife? Tactically, there's a million tactics, but it's about the religion of actually being there. You know, that's important. Yeah, I think I think. And listen, by the way, let me take a step back. I think one of the biggest problems. I'm not. I actually don't even want to set up the sentence that way. I think one of the, my observations is this: we spend a whole lot of time judging other people, mm. just a lot, a lot more than I've realized. Maybe because I actually, for you know, I do it too. I'm a human, but I don't like it, and I definitely don't. You know, I, I'm more like like analyzing people because I like to get the insights to their behavior so that I can then build businesses around it. Cause like mm-hmm. that's how my brain works. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not, I don't get a lot of joy out of judging someone. Like, I actually don't care what your work life balance is. I just want to know if you're happy with it. Right. Like, like a lot of people misunderstand my message. I see it in my own comments of my own community. Like. Now, I'm not judging you if you're only working nine to five. I'm only judging you if you're complaining. Don't be a hypocrite. The only thing that I'm against is hypocrisy. Like you can't complain and tell me that I'm lucky in my business mm. and that and then complain 24-7 and not recognize that you're working nine to five and even nine to five, you took an hour and a half lunch, you you you, you spent an hour looking at goofy YouTube videos. Mm. Like like Please understand that you get a lot of benefits from working nine to five. You have way more. There are people that will enjoy more leisure this month than I will enjoy my life. Yeah. You know, and so so we all get pros and cons. My big thing is that I don't, you know, I'm not even judging my buddy that goes home and goes into his man cave. Maybe he that's what he needs right now. I just don't want to. I just want people to understand that it's. We need more empathy. Like, there's a lot of different things going on. Like, you know, you know, people are judging people getting divorced. Maybe they were unhappy. People are judging work-life balance. People are judging interrelationships. Like, people are judging everything. We're just judging everything. And, and I, I think the thing that we need to make sure is, you know, hypocrisy. Mm. Everybody now, I'm all I'm reading in my Twitter timeline is. These policemen's lives matter so much. See, everybody's lives matter. Of course, everybody's lives matter. But you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, because your uncle was a cop, now you care. But you weren't emotionally taken aback when, you know, when an African-American male's life was taken the day before. You've got to look at it both sides of the equation. You have to have empathy. 
I remember you hearing you tell a story specifically about being able to see a perspective and a point of view from a different side when you had an encounter when you were in, in, in college. Uh, you're talking about, so I went to a college that was 90% African-American Latino. My, by, by, by percentages, that meant the majority of my friends were, were black. And we, you know, the first four times we drove and went to the mall, we got pulled over three times. And I'm like, okay, this is not what happens when I'm with my white buddies. Like, this is black and white. That's ironically, directly black and white. And so, yeah, I mean, I've, I, listen, maybe I've been a little luckier with my weird path through my life journey or maybe I'm just wired for empathy, which is why I understand consumer behavior, which is why I've predicted so many technology and business trends. I get that. And I'm not asking anybody to be like me, but it doesn't take away its truth. Like anybody that walks around this earth, especially in America, and doesn't think racism is real, is naive. Doesn't think sexism is real, is naive. Doesn't real, realize that there are people that hate, you know, people that are, are in, uh, gay marriages it's not real like there's a lot of stuff going on now on the same token with everything i just said i gotta tell you i do believe the disproportionate i don't know if it's 80 i don't know if it's 85 i don't know if it's 90 i don't know if it's 95 of people are great and amazing i just think that the the, the happy and nice people of the world are too quiet right now mm. that the negative people are so much louder that the small minority of angry and bad are just dramatically louder than the silent majority of happy and proud. And I want to get louder about optimism, happy and good. Uh, we appreciate it. And, uh, and, you know, I'm just grateful we get to give you a platform to do to do some of that, man. And, and uh, thank you for sharing with us. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, you got it, man. Have a great weekend. And, you too, brother. Uh, talk, talk to you. Soon. Thanks, man. Yeah. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, as always. How much fun, man. Uh, by the way, you can check out Gary Vaynerchuk, obviously, at Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk.com. We'll put the links in the show notes at justinbarclay.com slash purpose 021. But follow him. If you're online, Facebook, Twitter, uh, if you're not already following him, go check him out. Snapchat. Obviously, he loves that. And uh, it's fun to see the kind of stuff that he he uh, he puts out. I mean, it, it, yes, it's motivational. Yes, it's inspirational. Um, but it's definitely practical for whether you're building a business or you're trying to escape the everyday prison uh, of life <laughs> these days of normal. Right. Don't be average. Be great. That's what it's all about. By the way, great VIP newsletter at justinbarclay.com, or you can just pull out your phone right now and text my name, Justin, to 44222, and we'll ask you for your email address. When you get that, send it back over, and boom, you're in, or you can go to justinbarclay.com and put in your name and your email right there in the blog, and we'll set you up. Literally dozens of ways that you can create more freedom in your life. I send out tips, tricks, inspiration, tools, techniques, all of it to help you live your life on purpose. And that's what it's all about. All right. Speaking of which, it's time to hook you up. If you are a member of the VIP All Access Newsletter, our little tribe, right, our little community, then you are automatically in the running. If you aren't yet, get on it now. Because I will pick someone off of that list and we'll send you an email to let you know how to grab this. But um, very simply, I just want to give somebody 
uh, this book, Ask Gary V. It's the book that I want to give away. He signed in back in April when I uh, got a chance to meet with him in New Jersey. We're in Newark, hanging out, having a good time with my good friend, Diane Hockman. And um, I think it was our birthday, too. What a celebration. This book, uh, and by the way, big thanks to Diane for making that whole thing possible. Matter of fact, she made the interview possible. But this book is going to go truly, I think, to somebody who is a part of this amazing community. If you aren't already yet, you can just hop on, hop in, and get a chance to grab the book. So that's what it's all about. It's about hooking you up, about taking care of you. And um, if I can uh, if I can do that, get this book in the hands of somebody who really wants it and uh, and deserves it, then that's that's what I want to do. So just make sure you're part of the uh, the email list and keep watching. I will tell you how to grab this book uh, soon. So that's it. I think we've gotten all the business out of the way. So until next time, I want to say cheers to you and your life on purpose. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network.